Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. The yeah keeps catching me by surprise, Jorge. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm like, usually I need to take a deep breath. I need to collect my thoughts, and then I need to go for it. Sometimes now it's too late. Well, here's what happens. Sometimes during breaks, we say nothing to each other, or we don't breathe. And, <laughs> or walk out. And, or yeah. walk out. Or walk out. Or, or we don't breathe and just keep talking. We talked that entire break. We did. We had a nice conversation. And then the music came on. We're like, huh? <gasps> what happened? Yeah! Out of left field. There we go. There it is. I got it in there one way or the other. It is the Waba Grill Lunch Hour on 710 ESPN. Thanks to our friends at Waba Grill. You've got to try Waba Grill's new Asian-inspired Boom Boom Taco Trios with your choice of chicken, ribeye, steak, or shrimp. Visit your local Waba Grill location or order online for pickup or delivery at wabagrill.com. Waba Grill. Eat smart. Be healthy. Sounds Order good. a couple of those tacos right now. Yeah. I mean, let's get the trio. You have the uh, yep. steak, I'll have the chicken, and we can find the, the shrimp for somebody else. Or we should order like three of them so we all get three along Gray can way. use his DoorDash, whatever he's using. Yeah, come on. I made, he was using it all day yesterday. I made a pot of chipino last night. Uh, I made enough food for about 45 people. There were three people home last night. Oh, so enough for us? It doesn't oh. keep, Em. I, I swear <laughs> I thought mm-hmm. about it, and it just does. Sure. It, it's got fish in it. It's got shrimp and clams and, and scallops. Sounds and lovely to have. It was delicious. I did a really good job on it, but I don't know if you want clams that have been sitting around for 24 hours. Well, you hours. never know until you ask. We're just <laughs> microwaving all day. Yeah. Microwaving mussels and clams at work. <laughs> mm. I don't think that uh, would be It was pretty good. Hey, one of the uh, one of the mussels exploded in the microwave, so yeah. <laughs> that that sounds A little dreadful. bit of everything everywhere. Yeah, it was pretty good, Slee. It's pretty good. I'll have to show you the picture. It uh I, by the way, that's 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 a good mix. And and the fact that you do that and you know how to do it, that's a great thing to have in your back pocket. So it was basically my version of watching ten hours of suits yesterday. That I decided, Susan and I decided we weren't gonna do anything. Much more right? efficient ten hours. <laughs> and we said, you know what? I, I said, I'll I'll cook tonight. You wanna do this? And she goes, She loves Chipino, I love Chipino, but it take it takes some time. Mm-hmm. It's something you gotta put together. You gotta go to the fish market. You gotta get all the, the pieces together. So I we, we did. We a couple of trips to the grocery store, one to the fish market, we got it together. Greg watched ten hours of suits. <laughs> that's how it, that's how it goes together. Stress free. You don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> it, it, not too bad. Oh my gosh. How about was it Friday night, M, or was it Saturday night? The uh, angel thing that I texted you about. Friday. Friday night. This is the six five. Or no, this is the extra innings. This is the extra inning loss. Yep. They ended up losing by three or four runs. In Nine six, I think. Yeah. We should play what they did to that let's, sound. Let, let's just let's just put this together. Both both of these things happened on Friday night, in which a game in which the Angels ultimately lost. The one zero to Shohei ah! swing and a drive out to right field. That one's got a chance and it's gone. Grand slam, Shohei Otani. That's cool. The next one, two pitch home, another fastball hit on the ground to shortstop. Ren Hefo to drill and they get the double play. Here comes Diaz trying to score. He's out at the plate. Wow! A triple play. <laughs> that was a triple play in the ninth inning. Jeez. They hit a Shohei Otani, the most transcendent baseball talent to ever walk the face of the earth, hit a grand slam. I believe it's his 43rd home run of the season, I think. Put him up 5-1. to one. Give him a 5-1 to one lead. Mm-hmm. They turned a triple. Triple plays, if you get five in baseball in a season, that's a lot for the whole league. Grand slam, triple play, and you get blown out in extra innings. Welcome to the 2023 Anaheim Angel season. I I couldn't stop laughing. It's like you got to be kidding me. That it's gotten to the point where you're hitting slams and turning triple plays and losing. 
decisively they're eight in extra and a innings? half out of a wild card now they may be the most unlucky team do you think so john Heyman tweeted out this weekend that the Padres are the most unlucky team in baseball and he's like don't come at me in the responses Obviously, i wonder why, what his angle is why why is he uh, thinking they're just not a good baseball team. Yeah, it was off a, of that um when uh juan soto almost hit the grand slam to beat the yeah. diamondbacks in the earlier part of the doubleheader yep yeah i i I have no sympathy towards teams that are supposed to be good and are not good. I don't call that luck. I don't I either. Think, and, and you have – baseball is such a good example too. Like NFL, you play so many limited games that you can have two, three games just – bad call. Didn't go your way. You're out. Like there's, yep. a, there's a good chance that could be a difference. You play 162 in baseball. That, that I have a difficult, difficult time sympathizing with bad luck for that. The Angels, do you remember, M? I think you were on vacation at that point, and it was the trade deadline had just ended, something along those lines. And there was a point we're sitting here, who would they play the first game? Maybe it was the Yankees that they played first. Braves, I think. Or actually it was the Braves. Braves. They, yeah, took yeah, the, yeah. They, they took that first game against the Braves, and now they were two or three out of a wild card. It was, like, very doable. Since then, that's not a long time ago. They're eight and a half back. That's not luck. That, In my opinion, has nothing to do with luck. I just think you're – not a good baseball team. Since the all, since not since the All Star break, since the trade deadline, the Angels have the worst record in Major League Baseball. That's Is that not, like four and something. They were four and twelve when I saw the stat. Oh. Worse than the Oakland A's. Okay, worse than the Kansas City Royals. Worse than the Colorado Rockies. The worst teams in in baseball. They had the worst team since the trade deadline. Who has the best? That the Dodgers have the best. Mm. There was I was reading something yeah, over the weekend close. that said the the talking about the Angels and how they've been incredibly unfortunate with the injury bug this year. They've lost the second most player games in all of baseball, and that's explaining why they're in the position that there are in part. You know who's lost the most? The Dodgers. They're in first place by 11 and a half games. So don't you, you, you get hurt. It happens. You lose guys. It happens. There was a piece on ESPN.com this morning ranking the minor league systems 1 through 30. Okay, You know where the Dodgers landed? Sixth. Sixth best. They pick at the bottom of the draft every year. They got the sixth best minor league system. The Angels, who pick near the top of the draft every yeah. year, you know where they were? 28th out of 30. This is not bad luck. Well, can I, I, I could sympathize more with the injuries. And I think any time we compare the Angels to the Dodgers, it's, uh, it's literally the best restaurant in the country versus – uh, it's just a it's a it's food a fast truck? food restaurant. Okay. It's a fast food restaurant. You're I almost like when you throw those stats out, they're so much more superior. Now everybody, it's an even playing field up until it's not. It's not when it comes down to the ownership. It comes down to who's running the organization. Everything else, but that's just incredible to hear that. I did not know I did not know that one two that you just mentioned, the Angels and the Dodgers from an injury perspective, how many days missed based on some of their key players. The, the Angels traded away their best prospect, a, a catching prospect that they sent out for Lucas Giolito and they're done. It's over. It, and it's just it's the same thing over and over and over again. That's not bad luck, that's bad management. That's that's running it poorly. When you pick near the top of the draft, you're Minor league system should be about where you pick. If you pick first, you should have the best. If you pick 30th, you should have the 30th best. Sure. And then some fluctuation in there. The the team, the other teams at the bottom, Atlanta and Houston. You know why? Because they're really good. Sure. And they're picking at the bottom over and over again. The teams at the top are teams like Baltimore, who pick near the top of the draft every year. It makes perfect sense until you look at the Dodgers and the Angels, and they're in the wrong spots. That's, you know, it's a perfect example. Of that trade deadline, Lance Lynn coming over. Yep. Worst ERA in baseball, literally, and he hasn't lost a game since he's pitched for the Dodgers. It's it's extraordinary. A triple play and a grand slam, and you lose the game. Just couldn't believe it. If you're Otani, are are you looking at this and saying? Because remember, he had the the dead arm, right? They skipped yeah. his start yeah. when they were in Texas. So mm -hmm. they, are you looking at this saying, you know what? We're not going anywhere. This thing's over. A thousand percent. I'm going to shut myself on them. I'm going to I'm going to take my at bats. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to do yeah. that because I could hit 50, 55. Maybe if he gets smoking hot, sixty home runs. But that's actually I, that's. I, I, I'm going to shut it down on the mound. We're not going anywhere. What am I doing here? Can we say this? That by the time we get to September first, I mean ten days away, whatever it is, right? By the time you get to September first, can't at that point Shohei just say, "Guys, we're ten and a half back now. We're nine back. We're eight and a half. Whatever it is." Right. Uh, I'm. That's crosses your mind 
I mean, he just missed a start with arm fatigue. Can you make a case for me why he would pitch in the final competitive couple of starts? Competitive spirit. That, that's what I got for you. But isn't competitive spirit fall with I, there's a point to they're no longer, there's nothing competitive left in in their position. I, I, I'm with you. You know, maybe until diminishing returns. If if you're not dead, you still got a chance to never give up until there's literally no yeah. maybe, but I'm about to go into market and be oh. worth six hundred million, seven hundred million, eight hundred million, whatever the number is. And my team is out. My team's done. You know, I I don't think I don't think that ever crossed his mind if they're sitting here today and they're three back of a wild card. Never would never cross his mind. I don't care about the six hundred. I don't care about any of that. But if you're nine ten back, of course, with thirty days left, and if you're one of the teams that's going to be bidding on him, and you're, you know, and again, we're talking probably four or five teams tops that are going to have the resources to pay him what he's going to need to be paid. Doesn't turn you what's off. Your, does what's your what's your four or five? Dodgers, the, Dodgers, the Giants, the Mets, the Yankees, the Cubs, the Braves, the Mariners. Mariners. So that's seven. But if we're getting if the few facts we know are accurate. You can almost take the Mets and the Yankees off the list. He doesn't mm. want to play in, in the East Coast. The Cubs, it's not the East Coast, but it's not the West Coast either. So you're talking Seattle, San Francisco, L.A. I guess if you want to throw the Angels, I'd be stunned if he went back at this point. So you're talking four or five that have a legitimate shot at it. If you're the Dodgers and he shut it down, I'm not thinking, well, hey, should we be worried about his arm? I'm like, dude's as smart as I thought he was. That's it, right? And Angels are as bad as they thought they were. I will say that if, you know, if I'd have broke any scenario out for you this year for the Dodgers coming in, could you have asked? Literally, I don't think you could have asked for a better way for things to play out in the Dodgers' favor this year. You got the Angels that showed again they are not a good, well-run baseball team, even when they say – F it, and we're going to take every chance and get rid of any prospect that we have. Um, that's number one. They've showed that. They showed Angels didn't trade him. No. So he didn't also get an opportunity to go play somewhere else where they got to wine and dine him for two months or something along those lines where now all of a sudden it's like, uh, hey, he could potentially go to another team. I'll throw out another one at you. The Mets – we're a fire sale at the trade deadline. So if the Mets were a team that, wow, look how good they are. Steve Cohn's the owner of this. The Padres are an embarrassment. Um, even the teams that you felt like there could be some competition to, and I think the last one here, the Dodgers are on pace to win 100 games and they didn't make any big moves in the offseason. Could you have asked for a better scenario? No. no. I don't think you could have. No. And that's why I think that they you're kept really, all their prospects, everybody. The 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 only thing that you could have asked for that would be more ad, and not taking anything off the table that you said, I'm only adding to the table. You'd want the Mariners and the Giants to both be bad, and they're not. the The, the Mariners are as hot as anybody. By the way, Julio Rodriguez had 17 hits in four games. That's a major league record. 17 hits in four games. It's a record. That's a lot. That's a lot of hits in four days. Bogarts has seven, 18 <laughs> hits total for the year. All right, that's enough. 17 hits in four. Oh and, the, and the Giants are in a playoff spot, too. You'd want both of them to be yeah. in, in, in disarray, and they're not. But that's it. Everything else is spot on. Yeah, the only thing I would say to that with the Mariners and the Giants, the fact that neither of them were able to make a trade for him, I, I, I don't know. I just kind of feel this. If the Angels said, hey, we're open for business, we're not going to go anywhere – it's a good chance if he lands with the Giants. I don't know. Is he deciding that he wants to leave again and go somewhere else after two months with them? Maybe or, not. Or two months with the Mariners. But you are right. The Mariners can sit there and make a case. We're very competitive right now with the team that we have. The Giants can also say, look at our history. We've got a great history as well, and we're ready to go, whatever the case is. But the Dodgers still the, the class. I'm going to have you psychoanalyze me when you come back. I need you to tell me if I'm seeing the world as it is or if I'm seeing the world through a very specific lens. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Remember how you said um, last week that you had, I don't know if you want to call it a poor choice, but you were full for a couple of days because you're in and out? Yes. Decided on Saturday night, really good time, like around midnight or so. Tell me more. It's a good time. <laughs> Let's go get a burrito. Yeah, just something uh, let me like. guess. Get- Asada. Oh, of course it was. Come I on. You're okay. Yeah. Uh, California ask, burrito. Can I ask a qualifying uh, yeah. question? Yeah. Was this after you had spent time with your IPA buddy? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. We actually did this one. We did this one well. I, I We took an, took an Uber to the taco shop. Okay. And when the guy came and picked us up, I said, all right, buddy, just so you know, going to a taco shop. If you're okay with it, can you wait for us there? Um, and, you know, we'll take care of you. He's like, absolutely. I got you some tacos, yeah. He, he actually told Rice again, I'm like, so what do you eat? And he's like, five roll tacos. Cool. Anything else? No. All good to go. So it was a it was a good uh, it was a good Barter business. System. You didn't yeah. want to like Uber Eats this instead, so you could stay at home and then have someone else drive to and from. No, because we were leaving a bar and we're uh, just okay. getting picked up straight from that bar over there. Uh, by the way, I love your plan so far. Okay. I love this. It was all. Plus, was you didn't a, want Tyler in the couch. There was a lot. <laughs> Trey, 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 oh, Trey, Trey. Trey. <laughs> I didn't think of that. You're right. Well, or, Trey's with me at this point, yeah. so we still I still had some maneuvering Should've to figure out. Two from Ubers. There. I know, right? <laughs> so. Um, so we get to uh, get to the taco shop and we order. I've told you this before. The California burrito. If I'm in San Diego, I'm usually going to get a California burrito. It's just really light. Carne asada, French fries, guacamole, pico de gallo. Just very light. Go get and a giant tortilla. Let's not leave. <laughs> yeah, that. you can run a mile after that. I'm not. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. It's one of those where you eat half the burrito. You're good. Like you're good. I'm telling you, good. I, it, it, you can't see his face, but Travis is not believing you necessarily. It was way too big. Okay, eat half the burrito again. I put okay. Went out, got you know. I, I'm uh, uh, for me the salsa verde. Sure, I really, but I also get the kind of the really hot red the the red salsa as well. So I got both. I kind of doing a combination, kind of every bite. I like you know. everything about this. Yeah, it, it's all yeah. good. Yeah. Except the asada, but keep going. Got about. <laughs> Got about halfway. By the way, can I tell you something about the carne asada? What they did no. with the carne asada? <laughs> uh, I was looking going. at him. I wasn't looking at you. I was you looking, are looking at you. No, no, no. Too. I was looking at you. Look at this guy looking well, at you. Well, I looked at you, but then when you said no, I quickly turned over. Tell me more. Um, Who cares? A little, little crispy on the carne asada as yeah. well. Been sitting you know? there for all day. That's why. No, no, they they were taking care of it. No, it's been sitting there. Might have. <laughs> we were there late. He'd had multiple IPAs at this point. He doesn't really care. We were late. Got about halfway through the burrito. And very easy decision from here. I'm like, that should probably do it, right? Nope, didn't do it. Ate the entire thing. Oh, yeah. I'm still full today. I'm, oh, yeah. You know how you were talking about <laughs> well, your, like, yeah. you need like 48 hours yeah, to. to re- you need a reset. I woke up in the morning and I'm like, I don't know. I have a small child in my stomach here. <laughs> a food baby. I have a food baby <laughs> sitting in my stomach. You have an Asada Pretty hangover. It happens. It, it, it can be, but it's entirely worth it in the moment. That extra 10 minutes it took you to eat the second half of the burrito. How glorious was that? It's amazing. Just it, it's like you're just no. But by the end, air. by the end of the burrito, like the last, like let's say four or five bites, it was like work. Yeah, like but I you was can't so full. <laughs> yeah, I was so full. I'm like, come on, man, you could do this. Muscle through. You could get through it. I like that. I like. Would you have the next day? Did you just 
have a nice salad and go for a long walk, or how did you shake it off? No, I still probably I I didn't have Mexican <laughs> food, but I still got some I still got some other food in. I did not have the meltdown on Saturday night. I was I was strategic. Oh, after planning. the game? Yeah. Yeah, he had some Albertsons sushi. I had my Albertsons sushi uh, he here. forgot soy sauce. I did. And yeah, so. That changes everything. Can I tell you something? I also forgot to get the, you know, they have the chopsticks in the little basket when you go and yeah. get them. A, I forgot to grab a set. Oh, yeah, uh, just use your finger. It's, it's grocery store I, sushi. I had to use it with a fork, and it, a plastic fork. It kind of ruined the experience of my yeah, mind. I would have, fingers. before a fork, I, I would have gone fingers. I, I yeah, should have gone fingers. But I didn't have anything to dip it in. Gotta have soy sauce. I know. I made a mistake. Yeah. I went through every drawer. Oh, in nothing. This place. You have ketchup and there's eight thousand packets of ketchup. Coffee creamer. Do you know what there's in there? There's 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 a million ketchups, a yeah. few mustards, a handful of hot sauces. I'd never. There's a handful of mayos in there. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this in a condiment packet in my life, except for it's over there. The hot sauce? No. Ranch dressing in a. Ooh. In a condiment packet. That's not good. Tell me more. It, no, it's, no, no, it's, no. Emily, help yourself. It's over there. Shouldn't that be in the it's fridge in the, or something? It, well, no, because the mayonnaise, I think as long as it's not open, if it's sealed, it's you're okay yeah, in you're that okay. regard. But, yeah, I wasn't going to put ranch dressing or ketchup on my Susie. So you basically got a yeah. pretzel with no cheese. <laughs> it was a little dry, That's Jorge. as close of an example the, as we're going to have. I had the wasabi. I had the ginger. But he didn't have the choice. He, he, his option, or he didn't make the decision to say no soy sauce. <laughs> My girl made the decision of no cheese. No, for the did pretzel. it come up this weekend? No, no. It's, I think it's. You guys have moved on. Is it? She hasn't talked to me since. <laughs> I think Kirk did. Kirk not eat the entire time because I don't think I remember him eating dinner. Ooh. So we just went from like four to midnight nearly yeah, without eating. Maybe, come on, Kirk. Maybe you had the wrap. Yeah. I had the sushi. Yeah. I also had it's a, actually, a Coke I mean, the size of my forearm. <laughs> technically, it could have been a burrito because it was a closed-off yeah, You're right. wrap. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need definitions. There's a reason these things have definitions. All right, Slee, is this me being a delusional Dodger fan okay. who wants this to be true, mm-hmm. or is the decision that Otani is going to have to make this offseason on where he goes next as obvious as it appears to me? Because... There is not a box that the Dodgers don't check. There are other teams that check some of the boxes, but I don't know if there's a team that checks all of the boxes the way that the Dodgers do. Is that just me being a, a, a Dodger fan who wants it to be true, or is it as true as I okay, think? Okay, let me – I think I can help out with this because clearly, and I've you know said this plenty of times, I'm a San Diego Padre fan from San Diego. I'm going to take my Padre hat off for a second. And if you said, what's the best landing spot? And probably what you really don't want to see from a competitive perspective of kind of, you already are the best well-run organization in Major League Baseball. That doesn't justify the Dodgers having moments that I know are excruciating for Dodger fans in the playoffs. It doesn't justify making a comparison of the Atlanta Braves in the 90s where they won World Series and kind of this Dodgers run where they've been successful so long but haven't they've cashed in one time and even the one time they cashed in it's different. you're saying that it it is different from some of the other World Series um what are you if what you want as Shohei Otani if you're saying hey I want to win well the Dodgers have shown with this group for 11 years in a row they're going to win okay I want to be on a team that also has incredible amount of flexibility and are also cropping guys left and right that they can bring up, not just for this team that I'm on, but also at a trade deadline to make the team even better. Check that box for the Dodgers and the amount of guys that they brought up just this year. It's crazy. In Outman, in Bobby Miller, in Sheehan, in all these guys. That I mean, this is supposed to be the year that's supposed to be a little bit more of a reload, a reload as you call it. Okay, you could check that box. Am I in a market where I'm not going to get buried because there either just isn't that much national interest with this team? Um, No, I'm actually in the number two market in the country, and I'm on a very, very prestigious organization in the Los Angeles Dodgers. You can go down the list. It's a very... Okay, now let's go to the finances. Are they not going to give me the amount of money that I'm looking for? Or even if another team, even if the Mets are saying, whatever the Dodgers pay you, we're going to pay you $10 more million a year. I want to be on the West Coast. Money's not going to all in all be the end of it. I'm going to make more money than you can possibly make. 
I have a very difficult time thinking that if I'm Shohei Otani, I'm not saying of all the options out there, tell me what the disadvantage is for the Dodgers. I, I hate to say this one, but I'm going to put throw it in there as well. They're also a team that didn't win three or four World Series in the last 10 years. I think it's incredibly important. So that I could potentially be the missing piece where if I did come there and you did have success, a lot of the credit's also going to go to Shohei. So you, you brought up a lot of good stuff right there. I, I think the disadvantages of Los Angeles, they, they, they are what they are, right? If you don't like L.A., there's not a lot of things you can do to make them go away. They, they just are what they are. If Trey Turner didn't want to be in L.A. for a variety, you, you can't fix that. There's no sense that that's part of the calculus of what Otani's going to do. But I kind of want to flip it. If you're the Seattle Mariners, if you're the San Francisco Giants, tell me the, what, what do they have that the Dodgers don't? What, what can you sell that, hey, listen, you don't want to be in L.A. You want to be here because here's what we have. What What, what is the, the box that gets checked in Seattle or in San Francisco that's not being checked? Because they're both big cities. They both got similar problems of big cities that we have here in Los Angeles. But what, what are the advantages could this, that could, they have? The original Starbucks? Okay. <laughs> Maybe he really likes rain. coffee. Maybe he right, likes rain. rainy weather. Okay. I, I will say this. There might be something to the – Let's say he says this could if there's one thing that the Angels can hurt the Dodgers in, if there's one thing that he says, I've been there I've been in Southern California for six years. Like my entire life so far in the United States has been in this market. I know it's not the LA market, but Close it's enough. within forty five minutes. Could it just be I want to completely I want a new scene. I want I wanna change the I want to completely change the landscape. Maybe there's something to this and probably not. I just played for the Angels for six years. Do I want to represent a team that's just 45 minutes away? I'd rather just kind of start with a clean slate. And the Giants, like you said, Giants are a team that you can sit back and say, we're a well-run organization. This is a great market as well. You Mm -hmm. will dominate the Bay when it comes to, it doesn't matter, Steph Curry, this, all these other, you're on that list with all these guys, if not even more exposure because of the Giants. Mariners, the only only difficulty I have with the Mariners, they were good last year, they're good this year the window is so small of how long they've been successful for, but you might be making the pitch of we're just getting started. You're coming in at the right time. Imagine what we are with you. The part you mentioned about the market, I think is fascinating. I never thought of it like this in LA. You can do as much or as little of that as you want. No one's really going to care. There are so LeBron James is here. Anthony Davis is here. uh, Aaron Donald is here that there are so Clayton Kershaw is here. There are so many Lincoln Riley is here. Caleb Williams is here. He'll he'll obviously be moving on. But you if you don't want to be the center of attention, you don't have to be here. Right. That he's going to have to do the things he has to do because he's Shohei. But you could in Seattle. Tell me the oh, next most it. famous athlete no, in Seattle. Nothing. Nobody. Nothing. In San Francisco, Smith. you've got yeah. Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. That's comparable, but that's one other guy. Purdy. Right? <laughs> Purdy. The Niners are a popular team, but they Kittle. don't have that. Kittle. Okay. Kittle, Kittle McCaffrey. Oh, but, yeah, I was just gonna say, it's just like even listening to all those right. names, it literally doesn't mean anything. Here? you. If, I don't want to do that. You don't have to. I don't want to do it for the – okay, fine. Send Kershaw out there. I I don't know. I think Shohei is such a big, gigantic name. You put him in a Dodger jersey, that that, – I mean – And they put LeBron in a Laker jersey. I mean, it's – But LeBron in a Laker jersey was as powerful as that was. You're taking the most popular player in the sport and you're putting him with the most popular brand in the NBA – that's a combination of like what the hell like that's as powerful as it gets it, it, he can't avoid all of it but it's not like if he were in san diego or seattle or even san francisco to a degree arizona where there's only so many of these guys this is a galaxy of big names it's a there, there's nothing but big names here it, you could do as little here as you could do anywhere else in new york they care about it too much here it's like yeah they want to okay cool we just keep moving. He might we don't be, even think he, about it. He much. might be the exception to the rule. That if he's rocking, if he's rocking. I you don't know. So? I just envision it in my head. Like, if Shohei Otani is taking the mound and it's the San Francisco Giants no, no, no. in town. It, and and I, I know what you're going to say, but I'm just saying that I wouldn't be able to get my eyes off oh, of, of that. And, and I think there would be this just 
complete surge of that combination, that power, and that power. That's got to be the most. That's not what I was getting at specifically. I'm talking about the stuff off of the off of the field, off of the court that you could kind of blend in if you wanted to. Not not invisible. You couldn't be anonymous the way that you can with the Angels. Or that's the number one invisibility because you're in a big city that on a team that no one's really paying much attention to. That he doesn't seem to love that sort of attention, the off the field kind of stuff. When he takes the mound, there's no avoiding it. When he gets in the batter's box, there's no avoiding it. The pressure that comes along with it. And I, I think you brought up another great point, too, which is this isn't a team that's ripping off. This isn't the Yankees with Derek Jeter, right? This isn't a team that won four or five World Series in a relatively short window of time. This is an organization that's been great, but there's just not quite what you need to get over the top. All he can do is put them over the top, and he gets all the credit. It's not like, well, yeah, I mean, but no, we haven't gotten over the top. We got over the top once There's in a 60-game season. There's much more disappointments over this 10-11-year oh, yeah. window. That I hate to put it that way because to be that successful over this many years, but at the end of the day, a Dodgers organization, did you cash it in or did you not? There's more disappointments than there are. You won a World Series or you did it. It's they've gotten to the point where just being good is not good enough. You have to win the whole thing more frequently than they are, and they're not. We got some phone calls like this that I want to get to as well. Plus, Stetson Bennett had the rookie quarterback moment that you knew was coming. That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This is the song from the commercial that I've seen 8 trillion times, <laughs> yes. right? Capital One, Where the wine no, overflows the that's glass. that's not that one. It's, it's uh, not? Antihero. It's a different one. Oh. This is, this no, is my least this favorite one. song. No, it's this no, one. This is, it's it. this one. Yeah, it is not this one. The yep. one, the Capital One commercial? I am 100% yeah. sure. I believe it you. It is Antihero off of the Midnight's album. Jorge. This one. Why yeah, do I, one. then what do I know this from? I feel like I've heard this It's because it's been in, I think maybe it was a commercial a couple years ago. It came out in 2019 is when this song, and uh, no, but it's the worst song that she's ever made. My favorite. This is my favorite one. Yeah, now it's my favorite. Too. Love this song. <laughs> it can be your favorite, and I that's okay. <laughs> have you laid claim to the ranch packet in the kitchen? Did you go looking no, for No, I it? have not run into do the that. ranch packet. I have yeah, ranch at don't home. Do don't worry about me. No, I, I, but I know you're a ranch uh, aficionado. Yes. Have you ever seen it in a packet? Uh, Yeah, I've seen a packet. Yeah. Have you? Am I just living no, in I a ranch bubble? Like no, the same thing as the ketchup packets, the, right? Uh, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen it in that. Everything's been in the, like I think of uh, Jack in the Box, the way they always had them. <laughs> the little cup. Yeah. yeah, the cup is the typical way yeah. of doing that, but yeah, I've seen it in packets. I'm like, oh, classy. Hey, plastic cup. foil lid. Okay, so what's the difference between ranch down. and buttermilk? Sauce or whatever it is, because you go to Jack in the Box, you ask for buttermilk, and they give you a packet of buttermilk. I've oh, never, I've never been to Jack in the Box. So. Huh? Yeah, like you say, hey, I want buttermilk. Like buttermilk I guess ranch or yeah, buttermilk? buttermilk ranch. Oh, that. Okay, so buttermilk ranch is made with buttermilk instead of instead um, of mayo. Mayo. Oh, okay. So it's it's mm. buttermilk is just the um, what's left over from when you make butter. So you churn it out. It's you bitter. get the butter and you get the buttermilk. So like buttermilk biscuits, buttermilk ranch. It tastes it's, um, richer. It's it's richer Sweeter. and it's got a little bit. My grandfather. Mm-hmm. Used to drink glasses of buttermilk. Mm. That was something that, and I'm like, he's like, it's good. I'm like, I'll give it a shot. He was wrong. <laughs> he, 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 yeah. he was. You tried it. It yeah. does make like some things better though. So it does make I think it's ranch good better. It in does recipes make for sure. Biscuits but a better. Glass of it. Oh my god. I would if if grandpa is saying try it. I'm like sure, <laughs> grandpa. I trust you. After that, I'm like, all right. Well, Here's something else he did. That's over. He's a he's southern. Grew up in Mississippi. So I uh I he knows some things that he would. 
pass along that I wanted to try. You guys ever tried this? That I now I do it more often than I don't. You ever put salt on your watermelon? No. Yes. It's terrific. Yes, it is. Mm. It or, is or tahin. Oh, tahin, too. Tahin, yeah. Tahin, Just that. straight salt on your watermelon? All right. Forget Do the it. same thing on oranges. Like, cut it in half and yeah. put salt on your orange? It's game changer. I, be, I believe mm. you. Yes. He, he gave me that one. Uh, okra and black-eyed peas, that little mash thing that I'm like, that yep. looks awful. Pretty good. Pretty good? Pretty good. So it was all good except for the buttermilk. Not good. He must have uh, stocked up on milk whenever he had a natural disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Buttermilk. There's probably the whole refrigerator in the market is empty except for the buttermilk case is full. Right. All the grocery stores have all water. (laughs) Just the milk is gone. Powder milk. Guys, water I get. Water I get. Yeah, water is an essential. Milk will spoil. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, what what are we preparing? We're going for if the services out. are out, which yeah. includes the power, which means whatever's in that fridge, you got a Done. day or two tops mm-hmm. to yeah. get through it, including the buttermilk sleet. It is the Waba Grill Lunch Hour on 710 ESPN. Thanks to our friends at Waba Grill. You got to try Waba Grill's new Asian-inspired Boom Boom Taco Trios with your choice of chicken, ribeye steak, or shrimp. Visit your local Waba Grill location or order online for pickup or delivery at wabagrill.com. Waba Grill, eat smart, be healthy. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Costa Mesa and Chris. Chris, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? I I enjoyed the conversation about Otani, and I just wanted to say I hope the Dodgers are going to talk to him in his own language and use like a Japanese approach because I think Seattle's doing that, and I think that Otani thinks in Japanese, and I do business with Korea, Japan, and Taiwan, and I just know that if you if they speak to him the right way, they have a much better chance of of um, moving him into the Dodger uniform. Chris, give me an example of what that means. Ex- explain that to me. What you mean by speaking to him in in his language, not just in literally communicating in Japanese, but in a Japanese style. What does that mean? They're very honorific, and the one thing that I know, been in meetings with a lot of Asians, if if an American is expressing himself in colloquial English, he's going to be very high level and Otani won't pick it up and his translator may not be able to translate it. So they, they need to speak to him in Japanese. They have to design the pitch in Japanese language. It should be honorific and, and it should be slow paced. Thanks for the call, Chris. I, I would be shocked if they have not considered every possible angle to what this pitch is going done their to be. due diligence yes that, well and I, I think those other markets that we're talking about yeah. are also very of course population wise yes. high population of japanese americans up, so i saw this just on on google that la of those three markets la san francisco and seattle okay la the highest japanese population okay um san francisco i think third on the list here and Seattle, and Seattle, I think New York was next. Uh, a lot of that, you know, really just having to do with what's your population in your it's city. A math equation. So I think there's a good chance that LA is going to win that that uh, that battle. Here's and this is kind of going back to what Chris was saying. Here's what would absolutely shock me. Mm-hmm. I, I would be blown away. Okay. If he makes his decision during the offseason and it's not the Dodgers. And when we find out what the decision-making process was, and I'll just pick a team. Let's I'll pick a team that's not in the mix. He picks the Kansas City Royals. Okay. Okay. And he lands there, and they say, well, why didn't you go to the Dodgers? And it's, well, they communicated to me in a way I didn't understand. I, I would be shocked. And I'm not talking about they're not speaking Japanese. I'm sure. Dodgers have had a handful of Japanese players come through. They, they know how to do that, right? Mm-hmm. They know how to communicate. And I'm not talking the language. I'm talking about culturally communicate. I would be stunned if they dropped the ball on that. Absolutely stunned. If I said, and this is just completely guessing, we have no idea at all, what do you think is going to be most important to Otani? Winning. I think so, too. I think so, too. Like, I really do believe that. Because the money's coming. That doesn't mean that there's a market out there that's not the right market, but because they win, he's going to choose that market. Mm -hmm. But this is different in the sense that there's a few cities I think can give you everything. And I think the only way he says no to the Los Angeles Dodgers is if maybe there's something more specific to it, right? That it's just the Dodgers can fight their fight, but you know what? They were always kind of second or third on yep. that list. Yep. 
I, I think and that's that happens. Exactly what, that, that happens a lot of times. It does. Free that you're not my top choice, and my top choice is available. Mm-hmm. That when it comes down to your ranking, thing, picking a restaurant on a Friday night, yeah, right. That hey, where, where's the first place you want to go? I want to go there. It doesn't mean that I don't like the second option, but my first choice is available. I'm going there. Reservations are all they're they're and full. They're not, There's no over there. We're they're going not to the pushing second you one. out. To, not right, pushing you out. Right. I just it's one of those things that I think about. Also, just to clean up something from earlier again, please don't come at me with Taylor Swift things that you think I'm wrong about. I'm not wrong. So, the me was used in a different Capital One commercial from four years ago when that song was a single. Yeah, no, we know the we, Capital One Saver card. This curse. This current one is Antihero. That's the airport one with the overglow, overflowing wine glass and the multiple versions it's ever. And do your research. <laughs> like I don't know what else. I'm to just tell saying. You. People are coming at me on Twitter. Here, here's what I'm at me. Jorge, Alan, and Travis know more about Taylor Swift than Emily does. That's, let's not that's make a, my Can we not away. make a big deal no, about it? Like, let's, I knew it was Capital One. Let's not make a big deal about I, it. I just, the takeaway is we're Taylor Swift people and Emily is not. That's what I've gotten. It's right? everybody else bringing it up nowadays. Sorry, guys. doesn't know that? I mean, put it to this. If I know that, I mean, Emily, you can you really even call yourself a Taylor Swift I'm just Swift disappointed. Fan that's the thing is I'm not, I'm not hurt. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Turn in your Spotify top one one hundredth of one percent card or what was the number <laughs> was it yeah, she, top one percent top one percent she monopolized <laughs> yeah spotify well what emily we'll come back with some dump items and i will educate you further on taylor swift <laughs> and what else you need to know it's coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, so the Rams had their second preseason game on Saturday night against the Las Vegas Raiders. They'll finish their preseason this upcoming Saturday night yeah. against the Denver Broncos. They lost the game 34-17. to It is what it is. Same score as the last time. I know. That's kind of weird. It is odd. Um, Stetson Bennett did not look as good as he did in the first game, to be expected. But yeah. maybe the highlight of the night was Jake Hummel intercepting a ball and returning it for a pick six. And as it happened – Sean McVay was mic'd up talking to the Andrews up in the booth, Siciliano and Whitworth, and this is what McVay sounded like as Hummel was taking it to the house. I think so. I mean, he's best once the ball is actually snapped. Oh, Great job, Jake Hummel. That's Let's a hook go. player taking it to the crib, baby. It's Woo-hoo. a new year, baby. How about that hook drop? My man Hummel, captain tonight. Oh, man, is that exciting. Two-score game. Hummel. Look how quick it flipped. Jake. <laughs> he can't hey, help great it. Great job, man. That was awesome. <laughs> Look at that. Damn, that was. This is why it works. Sean McVay's energy is infectious and it's genuine and it's authentic. That's not, hey, I know I'm on TV and I'm going to go do my thing. Yeah. It's, I was incredibly excited for Jake. And by the way, instant play identification. Yep. Knew exactly what happened. Seeks him out on the sideline. Great. Job, he also said some choice words too. He had a an S bomb in the middle yeah. of it that got it. Preseason, out. it's okay. You can do that in preseason. He, he's so <laughs> incredibly enthusiastic about football. I don't know how that doesn't affect everybody on the team. Yo, I can see why Amazon offered him money. Of course, oh, Jorge, oh, Jorge, man. Jorge. I had never. I, yeah, that was exactly Jeez. what I was going to say. You know what? It sounded like the first clip. Forget the second clip because it's. He's actually trying to talk to the player. The first clip sounded yeah. like he was in the booth. Exactly. It sounded like there was just, they're having their conversation. The pick play happens. He takes over. It's his personality and everything else. Yep. I literally thought of the same thing. I'm like, damn, that booth's open for him. It's like yes, for the next is. 20 years, oh. whenever you want it. It's yep. kind of like Tony Romo when he gets a little bit excited, but it's actually, I think, a little more founded and a little better. But we're not going to get, I think, this same 
version of it when he calls games because he's not going to be as like biased to one team or the other, obviously. But okay. but Jorge, the excitement, I think that that actually, and I know what you're saying. It's not. It's his squad. It's not his. It's guy. Somebody he knows that's right. picking six. But there's a little bit of like, there is no. Um, it's just such a perfect flow okay. that you just imagine him in a booth with a headset on. Counterpoint to this, because I agree with what Emily said. I, I think that what makes him so in, interesting to listen to is that excitement, and it's real. If that were a member of the, the Tennessee Saints. Titans, sure. does he feel like that? No. Can he call it? A hundred percent. Will he know why it happened? A hundred percent. Will he end up in TV one day? A hundred percent. All of these things are going to happen. But I think what's most interesting to me is that this is a football coach. He got off on one of his guys making a big play, identifying the play. He saw it. He put him in the right position, and he's invested in this. We have a chance to win the game. One of my guys made a play as opposed to, well, this is a 3-4 defense, and the guy fell into coverage, and he hit him. It. I don't have any skin in the game at this point. He has skin in the game both as a coach and as a coach of that team. He loves the Titans. <laughs> he would be incredibly excited. Look at Malik <laughs> Willis go, right? I just don't feel like he's going to have that level of enthusiasm. But that was terrific. couple of big birthdays today. Uh, Loyola Chicago's run to the Final Four a few years ago introduced 2018. us. 2018. Is yeah. that five years ago yeah, already? It yeah, it was when UVA was supposed to win the national championship, and they didn't. They waited a year, Emily. They, yeah. they, they yeah, made they it right later year. on. They got their chip. Sister Jean from Loyola turns 104 today. That's crazy. We, You and I have talked about this. <laughs> I think you've said, I'm more of the one that, hey, I'll go as long as possible. I'll sit and enjoy Prices Right at 10 a.m. and we'll take my chances. I'm, I'm, I'm down for the jello, the pudding, the whole thing. <laughs> I'm just let's, let's stretch this thing out as long as possible. I don't know if you're looking for 104 in your... Let me just put it to you this way. When the wind, we, we in our backyard, our backyard butts up against a hillside and then there's more houses up above us. So you got the, the fence, the gated, <laughs> yeah. the gated the community. Moat. There is a fence in our backyard. The gated there's community no and then... There's big eucalyptus trees on the side of this slope. Wind was blowing pretty good yesterday and they're blowing... When, when this tree falls, it's coming towards... It's not going to defy gravity and go up the hill, okay? <laughs> it's coming my way. Right, <laughs> and I'm thinking, eh, if it happens, it happens. What are you gonna do, right? I mean, I'll try to get out of the way, but if it happens, it happens. You run towards it. I want, I want to be able <laughs> yeah, to right. enjoy. It. The second I can't move around a lot, or yeah. my brain is mashed potatoes, I don't, I don't need that. Man, it's amazing. Hundred and four. Jean is still um, pretty sharp, and Super she's, sharp. Uh, you know, she's in a wheelchair, but she's still there supporting the uh, Loyola team. My grandmother between the years was as sharp as attack until she was like 98 years old i mean wow. so I'll, I'll take that and she didn't get around super great but she was still she was still pretty good there i'll take that yeah, Will my Chamberlain. grandma 94 right now uh still i, I would say yeah. just like you were defining your grandma kind of the same thing my grandpa was 94 when he yeah. passed would your grandmother tell you the truth that when you didn't want to hear it because mine would <laughs> all the time all yours all too Jorge. Oh, yeah oh yeah. yeah for sure what would she hit you with just, you know, random stuff like, you know, with kids or, you know, yeah. just got to be like this. Got Okay, cool. She would me when I was playing sports. Your grandma did? Yeah. My grandma would comment on my physical appearance frequently. That's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, grandma. Jeez, I'm doing the School, best I can. Your grades got to pick up. Yeah. Yeah. Tell her I'm in my prime. Remember Messi? When he... <laughs> It was ooh, you got you put on a lot of weight since the last time I saw you. <laughs> Love you, Grandma. Gracias. <laughs> Thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well. <laughs> By the way, wasn't wrong. <laughs> she was never wrong. Will Chamberlain would have turned 87 years old mm. today uh, if he were still with us. I'm not so sure that he. It's it's either him or Babe Ruth, of guys that we just don't appreciate nearly enough because we haven't gotten a chance to see it. And there wasn't a ton of footage. You get that weird, you know, black and white footage from Babe Ruth. You some wilt stuff along the way, but there's not a single picture or video of him holding up the little sign of the 100-point game that we didn't get to see it. It's harder to wrap your mind around what it was. You used to say this because when you used to do pre with Michael back in the day. Every time. And any time you got an NBA topic or, a conference, or this record was broken, this or that, Michael would always say, and I've learned this over the years, yeah, if you don't know what the record is, 
why don't you just guess Wilt Chamberlain? Yep. Because there's a good chance it's Wilt that holds that it's record. It's like 95% of the time. If the record includes, there's only three guys that have blank. Wilt Chamberlain is He's, one of yeah, the three guys, won. right? He absolutely is in there. John, how much well, more you, would we appreciate him had we gotten to see it through video or whatnot? I can't believe you guys just had a whole Wilt Chamberlain conversation without mentioning his most the, impressive the record? statistic. <laughs> yeah, 20,000 yeah, women, according a, to Wilt. That's a lot. That that's, according to the source. Even by if the way, somebody did the math on that and said from the time he turned 15, it would have to be three woman, women a day every day from the time he was 15. It's a lot of energy. But I will tell. I'll tell Some days you go five or six, okay, which true, then. True story. I have, uh, I, you know, obviously I have a lot of UCLA friends. So back in the 80s, a bunch of my friends, there were 10 of them, all girls, went to Gladstone's down in Malibu. Mm-hmm. And they're having dinner. And these girls are all cute, all 10 of them. And near the end of the dinner, my friend Tracy asked for the bill. And the waiter says, your dinner has been taken care of by Mr. Chamberlain. And they look over at the bar. And Wilt is at the bar. And he just waves. And they go, come on over. And Wilt comes over, sits at the table, holds court. And one of the ten leaves with it. Okay. And so after the girl who left him is named Julie. Julie leaves. And Tracy, my friend, says to the waiter, he's done this before, hasn't he? <laughs> and the waiter goes, three times a week, every week, and at least one of the girls always goes for it. That was his M.O. So I am not writing off the 20000 I know, hey, I know mathematically it's hard, but if he does the early serving and then he comes back and does the late serving, Trav, There's he only three needs meals to do a day. one during the day. Three meals right. a day. You go, Will. <laughs> That's a breakfast. He's he's at a Denny's. He was dedicated. He's, he's out you know, there. He's Where did Tiger cut Perkins? Perkins. Yeah. He's in Perkins. Hey, look. You know he 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 had. He, John wasn't impressed with any of the other stats. He came with. How yeah, can you not be the impressed real with, with the twenty thousand? Come it's on, a lot. Unbelievable. It's I just I. Did you watch Goliath the doc on Wilt that's that's airing right now? I haven't. I think it's on Showtime. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Oh, that'd be an interesting one. It's in three parts. It it covers that. a whole it covers his whole life. And it, I'm in. And yeah, you'll love yeah, it. It is that. on Showtime, yeah. Yeah, it's very well. Have you seen it, Em? I have not seen it, but I'll check it out. Yeah, it's good. You guys will like it. He's he's one of the it, it's a little bit babe Ruthy. Ruth is obviously older than Chamberlain, but those stories that you hear like, well, that can't possibly be true. And right, most of them here's are. a story that like that one. Here's a story <laughs> that believe, comes up. I, I believe, believe Gladstone. Here's a story that comes up in the doc. So, Roy Firestone. I'm friends with Roy. And Roy is hosting Up Close on ESPN. And so he walks into a restaurant one night. He's a sportscaster in L.A. at the time. And he walks into a restaurant, and there's Wilt wearing an orange suit with a feather boa and a hat, like a Walt Frazier hat with a big feather coming out of the hat. And Roy walks over to him and says, Hey, Will, Roy Firestone. He says, hey, Roy, good to see you. He goes, you know, I'd love to have you on up close if you'd be willing to come in and do it. And he goes, I got to tell you, Roy, I like to keep a low profile. <laughs> <laughs> and Roy got him. He came it, on the show and he in asked the orange him about suit that. With the feather yeah, bow. I like to keep a low profile. Terrific. Let's do a little super cross talk. Oh, there it is. There it there is. is. There it is. Mason in Ireland, back in the house. Yeah. Look at, look at here. You guys not only survived your vacation, yes. you survived the hurricane yesterday. The yesterday. Yes. I did something on Friday that I want you guys to tell me whether it's impressive or stupid. Okay. And okay. there's a chance it could be both. <laughs> sure. So, long story short, Lisa drove. We went. We go to Idaho every summer into Coeur d'Alene. And Lisa drove out there a couple of weeks ago. From L.A. to Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, took okay. a couple of days, you know, stopped along the way, blah, right, blah, blah. Right, I, Lisa had to come back for a funeral. So I said, I'll drive the car back. And I just said, we had dinner Thursday night in Coeur d'Alene. And I said, whatever time I wake up in the morning, I'm going. And I'll just see how far I make it. And then I'll get a hotel room and stop. So you guys know me. I don't sleep. Woke up at 2.30 immediately after how much sleep three and a half yeah three and a half that's good for okay i went to bed at 11 i woke up at 2 30 i said i'm going for it so i get in the car and i go and i'm driving 
and I'm pounding iced tea because I want to stay awake. Right. And after about nine hours, okay. I look and they see how much I see how much time is left, and there are nine hours left. So I go for it, and I drove straight through oh, 17 wow. and a half hours. Whoa! From Coeur d'Alene. I left Coeur d'Alene at 2.30 Friday morning, Thursday night, Friday morning, and got to my house in Manhattan Beach between 10 and 10.30 Friday wow, night. Wow. That's it's a- 1,249 miles. Oh, I right. just Googled Woo. that. Impressive or stupid? <laughs> Impressive. Yeah, Very I, yeah. impressive. impressive. Yeah. Also, impressive. Yeah. yeah, and I promised Lisa, I was talking to Lisa a lot. Of, I How said, many hours you said? 19? 17 and a half. 17 and a half? It said 20. It said it was going to take 20, but I gunned it. Yeah. I was going fast the did whole time. Did you get any tickets? No, I did get one 40-minute delay in Sacramento when there was an accident on the freeway. Okay. But other than that, I made almost zero stops. I, I stopped whenever I needed Adult gas. Adult diapers? No, whenever oh, okay. I needed gas, and then I would go to the bathroom. Right, okay. So and, you'd go through a whole tank before you'd ref- you'd Stop to eat or take, uh, I, take I, a pee I break? I stopped three times. I stopped about every five hours. Wow. I, one other time I had to stop, just go to the bathroom. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever I feel yourself fact, getting sleepy? Here, No. Matter of fact, oh the one time gosh. I had to stop to go to the bathroom, I was kind of in the middle of nowhere. So I pulled off to the side of the road, and I went down around a corner, and I just said, I'll use the great outdoors. And, of course, as soon as I did it, like three people pulled <laughs> right, right next right. to me. I'm like, well, they don't know me. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. You'd be the most Aren't successful. are John Ireland from the Lakers? <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. You'd be the most successful trucker across the country. That's what Lisa yeah, said yeah, to you. No. You missed your calling. You should have been a truck driver. Long-haul trucker. Exactly. So now is that the new normal? Do you just do I that every decide. time now? I, but I think you have to do it with the caveat. That if you get tired, you'll yeah. you'll, you'll stop. I, I can't was, do eight is like max. See, I was driving up to Big Sur one time. I used to go to Big Sur a lot, a place up there called Esalen. And um, I John was, Hamm, Esalen. Exactly. Into Mad Men. So, uh, so I was parked. Uh, I was driving by Hearst Castle. Okay. Okay. Great if spot. you know If you know that area, great spot. And I'm about to enter... You know the the cur the turns and the, the hairpin turn all that stuff at Big Sur, and I got pulled over, and the guy said, the cop said, "You know, are are you drinking?" I said, "No, I'm not drinking." Have you? And he gave me a sobriety test, and then mm-hmm. afterwards he said, "I think you're too sleepy to drive," so I got a hotel there. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because I was apparently I was like in and out, and swerving and all over. Yeah, I mean, so, so I get I get sleepy that way. By the way, I knew this hurricane wasn't going to be anything. Every, well, every, it depends what part of the city you ask. But, I mean, everything named Hillary fizzles out, doesn't it? <laughs> You've been sitting on that one for a while? Been sit- I've been using it for the last couple of days. <laughs> Did you guys have anything at your point? Because we had rain. And, and Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Moderate. Literally rain. all week. Uh, I'll just say this, Trav. I teed off at 7. Wow. I had to bag it after the 15th hole. That's it, it got too so rainy. It this got, was yesterday? Yeah, yeah. But it got most of it in. What about at, you, at your spot? Because it's different all over. It Dodger rained. Stadium was underwater. It rained super hard. I mean, they were smart, by the way, to do the doubleheader yeah. on Saturday, expecting. Now, they moved the LAFC game also to Wednesday okay. from Tuesday night to give them. But, I mean, I, I think it's it's over, right? Well, like the Angels yeah, canceled tonight's done. game because the field doesn't drain very oh, okay. well. Okay. 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 So they're going to flip. They're going to do a three game series in two days. They're going to play a doubleheader on Wednesday. And it's the only way they could not fall in the stand. I was right. Say Correct. Holding one yeah, when Artie Moreno was asked for a comment, said, can't sink in the standings and <laughs> yep. we don't play. Yep. That was that was one of my favorite moment of the weekend was Otani hits a grand slam. Oh, the Angels turn a, a triple, triple play, play and they and lose. They lose. Yeah. That's very that Angels. so amazing. It's terrific. By the way, you, were, you guys were talking earlier about what you think Otani might reason, do. Elephant sound? That's your elephant sound. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, wouldn't you think... Like, it's impossible for me to have a higher opinion of Shohei Otani than I do now. Me as well. Wouldn't you think less of him if he re-signs with the Angels? Uh, uh, yes. And that's why I think there's absolutely no chance it happens. I think it's whatever you whatever the closest number to zero is without being zero, because never say never, right? That's how often. What if they make the biggest offer? It, it's not. First of all, it's not going to be. Then he becomes Mike Trout. Right, I think I know, less. I think less of Mike Trout, who I had, yes. I, who I respected as the greatest baseball player I've ever seen until Shohei came along. Yep, me too. When he decided, I'll stay in Anaheim even though they don't win, and, and hasn't and, made and a not putting the pressure. Then. There's no pressure. It doesn't feel like it. No, I, I don't think the only. Thing but if we they know go for ten sure, years, eight hundred million dollars. But what if the next this deal is, is the 10 question years, Mason is asking million. though is really interesting. If the Angels far and away blow away the fields, like for example. 
Angels offer 10 years, $800 million, mm-hmm. to use Mesa's example. And the next closest is 10 years, 650 then I have trouble blaming them leaving $150 million I, on the table. It is $150 it is, million. And, but I think I would still think less of them. I, I would, too, because it's $150 million that he's never going to spend. It's $150 million that his family is never going to spend. It's $150 million. I get it. You could endow scholarships. I, I get that you can use the money for these things. But the only thing we know for sure about this dude is that he's said he wants to win. That's it. That's the only part of his hand that he's tipped I'll, is, I want to be on a team that has a chance to win. Although, That's why it. did he pick the Angels? Unless he wanted to be not in the bright lights. Okay, so I think there are three things. That's okay. one of them. Mm-hmm. That he did. He wanted to go try this experiment in a place that was not in the biggest fishbowl in the world. Right. right. He wanted to do both it by being a designated hitter and a pitcher. Yep. So that cuts off half the teams. Yep. Right. Half the, we're, we're done. Unfortunately, n- now it would right. have worked. Yeah. Then it yep. didn't work. Now it, it opens it up. You'd to have everybody. to stick him in left or somewhere like that if right. the Dodgers made it. You have to play him somewhere that he, and as difficult as what he is is doing. Doing that and playing right field would be even more really challenging tough, than yeah. it is. And then he wanted to be on the West Coast. So you're basically talking about the A's, the Mariners, and the Angels. Yeah. And the Angels seem to be the team that was most willing to I, embrace I the experiment I think you're sleeping the on the Giants. Well, no. no we're talking, talking about, about when he originally oh, oh, made the original gotcha. decision. Yeah. I think the Giants so are So it came down well. to three American League teams. It came down to three yeah. American League teams on the West DH. Coast. Yeah. yeah this from This from our friend Michael Roth, who's a king of all things AEG. I would think more of Otani if he signed with the Angels because that shows loyalty to a team and uh, to all of his teammates. Is that part of this? Sure. To me, loyalty is. is a two-way thing, right? right. I, you got to you got to help me so I can help you. But in fairness, and they haven't. In fairness, they did everything they could at the trade deadline. Everything they what from Giolito and down, yes, they, they right. six years prior to that. Right, but does this they forgot to build a pitching? Does staff. does this represent? The, the future. In other words, is this does Artie Moreno say eight years or ten years, eight hundred million dollars, and you'll be involved in all of uh, the decision making? But that's making. not his job to do. To do no, that. it's not. But he may have but preferences. He, he may have preferences, but trying to do it is part of the equation. But executing it is the other part. And they haven't been able. To, it's been six years. This right. isn't one year. Well, six and for Artie, it's been twenty years. Right. So I think you know what you're dealing with there. You're dealing with somebody that's overly involved. You're dealing with somebody that's impulsive. You're dealing with somebody who doesn't listen to his general manager. Look at the Jerry Depoto's doing pretty well in yeah, Seattle. Doing fine. Billy Epler, this season aside, has rebuilt the Mets yep. with Steve Cohen's money. You, Perry Manassian, I think, is a pretty good general manager. Yeah, I do too. By the way, part of me is wondering. Would the Mets make the proverbial offer he can't refuse because Epler signed him the last time? Mm-hmm. Epler has been through whatever he wanted, and Epler got it done, and now Epler works for the Mets. The Mets have a fire sale at the trade deadline this year. They don't seem to be winning. But what if the Mets came in at a billion? Well, here's the qu- but here's the question. Yeah. The question is, if you're the Mets, and they apparently are going into it's, – it's a little bit like the Rams, I think. They're going into a reset. Not a rebuild, but a reset. Strategic long-term plan for continued success. Correct. And, and there's a lot of talk that, well, maybe we're not trying to commit uh, – we're not trying to win in 2025. We're trying to win in – twenty or 2024. Four, we're trying which to is win why in Verlander and Scherzer, there was a little bit of – can't guarantee you we're going to compete next year right exactly that's exactly mm-hmm. what they said so are the Mets and by the way I know the West Coast thing is doesn't seem like a big deal but you're adding if if he wants to go back to Japan you're adding five six hours yeah. mm-hmm. to a what's already a hell of a long flight so I think that's what makes it a long shot that he goes can to I, the can East I, Coast I'll say this that the loyalty part of it what more loyalty can he show he was with a franchise Put them on the map. Fulfilled his contract. Did absolutely Indeed. everything he can. Was very honest at the end of season saying, I want to win. Yeah. That, that, I could only do so much. He did more than anybody else can possibly do. If he walks away, is anyone saying to himself, hey, this is not a loyal guy? I don't think anybody says that. No. So the but, loyalty piece I don't think comes into but play. I think, but the the Michael's text and the reason we're, we're talking about loyalty is I said – I would think less of him right. if uh, he re-signs with the Angels. And I think Michael's point is— But you is, said if he left $150 million it on would the make, table— It would make me think. It would shift your, bur- I think your you, brain on I it. think yeah. you hit on the, the the question that makes this the most interesting, is what happens if the Angels are the highest bidder? Because he knows what he's getting. But 
I don't think it matters. And, and think about this. Artie Moreno, impulsive, yes. irrational. Yes. Doesn't isn't he the guy who potentially blows everybody's doors off with the offer it, it, because it, he, he's in a good mood that day? The offer could be exponentially more than the next closest person, but I think Otani has shown that number one, the next closest offer is still going to be more money than he could possibly. Of course, imagine. yeah. The other part of this is, and Al's brought this up a couple of times, and I think it's a great point. He Otani makes about a hundred million off the field. Right, right. right. So, so he doesn't it, really need to make this specifically based on money. I just thought of a sleeper team that makes some sense to me. What about the Rangers? Yeah, I think that's an interesting sleeper team. Okay, they have they have a Hall of Fame manager. Mm-hmm. They're on the rise. Mm-hmm. They're having a breakthrough season this year. No state tax mm-hmm. would save them millions. It's an easy two-hour flight from L.A. to Dallas-Fort yep. Worth. Doesn't that make some sense? Here's, here's the pushback. If I were the Dodgers and he said, you know, I'm really leaning on the Rangers, my response would be, that's great. They are on the rise. They are they're better than they used to be. We've been the best team in baseball for 12 years in a row. Yep. There's no reason we won't be the best team in baseball. But put yourself for in Otani's shoes. If I come to you, Trav, and I say California has the highest state tax in the country. Texas has zero state mm-hmm. tax. You're going But to, you just said money doesn't matter. But you're going to again, you're going to save 200 million mm-hmm. if you go to the Rangers. Don't you at least have to consider it? You consider it, but I don't think this is going to be a decision that's based exclusively on where, at the end of the day, who gives me the most If he really cares about winning, the money is secondary, right? It's second. Yeah, And the Dodgers are not going to lowball And am I the only one that's going to be devastated if he doesn't sign with the Dodgers? I mean, I'm going to be devastated. I, 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 I can't believe that we might be able to next year. I mean, the Dodgers are so fun to watch now. Next year, we could watch a lineup that starts. Like, the first three people that come to the plate. Could be Mookie Betts, Freddie right. Freeman, and Shohei Otani. I mean, come on. And he's going to pitch every fifth day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I he's going to pitch with Wadzilla, about Clayton Kershaw, maybe Julio Arias. We talk about uh, stop what you're doing, players. That'd be a stop what you're doing team. Oh, freeze, turn the TV on, get to the game that night, all that stuff. I asked him this question, and what you just said makes me think that you're in my boat. Okay. John, see if you can be more impartial. Am I just so far down the rabbit hole of wanting that to happen that I think it's going to happen? Or does it seem as obvious to me that that is the best fit for, because they're going to pay him and everything else. We're right. Talking I'll about. answer you this way. If you were going to handicap percentage wise, where Otani goes, let's say 20% to the Dodgers. And that's the favorite. Okay. okay? So you go 20% Dodgers, uh, 15% each to uh, San Francisco, Seattle, Angels, San Diego, just because they're on the West Coast. Um, so that's another 60-20. You get 20% other. In the field. Uh, yeah, like or like Mets, Yankees, Red Sox, you just split it up. It's still an 80% chance he signs with someone other than the Dodgers. Sorry I asked you. I like Macy's yeah. answer. By the way, the one, I, the one I'm most concerned about is Seattle. Yeah. He actually said at the All-Star break, I've spent a couple of off-seasons in well, Seattle. And there's a blueprint there with each of And by the way, they're also improving. They are. The Dodgers are improved. Yeah. I need I need to end on thinking that he's coming. Super Cross Talk <laughs> is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger is all about. We'll see you tomorrow.